I have heard the saying that they call it the present for a reason, because it's a present, it's a gift. As design firm owners, as business owners, as leaders in our industry, and yes, as human beings living our lives outside of our work, we're often wearing so many hats, trying to do all the things, trying to juggle absolutely everything between family and life and health, and yes, client work too. How many times have you found yourself not being 100% present with a client or in the design work that you need to, to knock out in the correspondence that you need to communicate to a, a contractor or a, or a consultant? And how has that affected your business? Today, we're talking about that the quickest path to profits is actually in being present. Stay tuned. giving architects and landscape architects the tools and strategies to be seen, heard, and valued in the marketplace, and telling the stories of leaders building thriving design firms and attracting their ideal clients. This is From Architecture to Profitecture. I'm your host, Jake Krakowski. Let's get started. Fellow and future Profitechs, hello. How are you? Welcome to the show this week. We are talking about the notion of presence before profit. And I've been thinking about this uh, through some coaching work that I've been doing about speaking and selling from stage. And as it were, it's, it's a virtual stage over the last 12 months, isn't it? But the idea of, of being present and what's been so interesting for me is that translates directly into the client work that we do or in the collaborations that we, we take on with other, with other consultants. And in, yes, in this uh, age of the pandemic, among other things, as well as just being busy human beings, we can often find ourselves in one place, but thinking about another place or handling one task and thinking about another, being with the client and thinking about another client's work when something you know reminds you of, of that other project, perhaps. And I want to talk this week about some strategies that I have been learning and studying to, to get present to be present in the moment and really be able to share our gifts, our gifts of skills, of talent that we've developed over the years and the services that we now provide as, as design firm owners to the world, to our clients and, and to the world. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go at this in, in two directions. It's, we've got the mind and we've got the body. That kind of encompasses everything, right? But let's talk about being mentally present. When we take on a task, when we go into a meeting, when we call that client, what are some ways that we can get more mentally present to them? And we'll start with how we start our day, your morning routine. Have you developed a morning routine? I will say as father to two very busy boys, three and five years old, my morning routine is it's tough. It often goes out the window as it seems. Three is an interesting age. If you haven't had children, it, it, it's interesting. Um, but developing a morning routine. When you when that alarm clock goes off, or if you happen to have you know, developed the skill of, of waking up at a certain time every morning, or, or you have flexibility because of how you have, have set up your work, what are you doing? What are those first three things that you're doing when you wake up? For me, it's always drink a glass of water, always. It's about, what, two... 16 ounces of water, two cups, whatever you want to call it. Um, 
that's always first. The rest, it, it, it's a little, it fluctuates depending on, on, on the kiddos. But what's your morning routine? Is exercise part of that? Are, is meditation or stretching part of that? Are you going for a walk? Are you walking the dog? That's part of my routine in, in the morning. How are you setting yourself up for the day? Because it really, it sets up everything. It sets up how well you will do everything during, during a given day. So write these things down. Maybe for the next, the next five days, Write down the order in which you, you tackle things before you start your workday. Or are you getting, are you rolling over and, and turning the phone over and immediately going to email, immediately going to, to a new site and checking in, as it were, for whatever happened the, the previous day, the, the previous night? And how, how is that affecting your mood? How is that affecting your, your productivity? It's something to look at. Related to that is throughout the day, what are, what are you taking in? You know, we are bombarded in this modern age. We're bombarded with it's something like seven to 10,000 advertisements a day. Even if it's just, you know, a bumper sticker, a sign on the road, every, all the ads on social media, whatever's coming into your email inbox that you haven't unsubscribed from yet. What, what's coming into your, into your brain? And are there ways that you can, you can trim the fat a little bit? Are there things that aren't serving you as, as best as they could. Here's a technique before you get on the phone. Let's say you're getting on the phone with a client and something has gone wrong in the project, whether it's uh, delays in, in getting estimates, whether the you've had some disagreements over the design direction, whether the, the production is, is taking longer. Uh, and I heard this, it's, it's kind of an old sales technique, smile then dial. By forcing yourself to sit and smile, and if you can do it in a mirror, that's even better. You probably start laughing. You probably crack yourself up. Sit there and and just smile. It it's releasing endorphins in a way um, into your system, so that when you make when you make the uh, when you make the call when you dial those numbers, you've already you already have at least a slightly elevated positive um, frame of mind going into this call. And it could be a diff especially if it's a difficult call. You want to start off as constructively as you can, especially if, if, if tensions are high. Here's another thing and being mentally present, if you, especially if you find yourself um, distracted or, or again, it's, it's a stressful phone call before you, before you get on that phone call, or if you feel like you're being pulled in 12 different directions between email and the phone ringing, you know, every 10 minutes while you're trying to work through a design problem. Take a look at, at different types of breath work. Now, I'm, I'm no expert by any means, but the, the, the exercise of slowly inhaling for three or four seconds, holding your breath for six to seven seconds, and then eight to 10 seconds exhaling. Do that three times. We're, we're gonna do it here on, we're gonna do it right here. And, and let's see how you feel afterwards. So we're gonna inhale for four, hold for seven, and release for 10. And you'll do that three times, and I can already feel in one that my nerves have kind of settled a little. I'm I'm not nervous. I get a little butterflies before I go on on live, but uh, on the podcast here. But especially if you're walking into a situation where you know tensions might be high, or you just find yourself distracted, you find yourself it's it's three thirty seven in the afternoon here, and you're saying to yourself, "Man, I just did not get what I needed to get done today. I couldn't get 
I couldn't get these three things started because I was going back and this client called and I had to put out this fire. Try breathwork. It's so simple and it can kind of, kind of not suppress, but you know, reduce your anxiety or calm the nerves a little bit, so to speak. And I've got an even better one for if you happen to be, this is especially if you're presenting on stage and this is, I'm pulling from the speaking training that I'm, that I'm going through. It's called the grounding technique. And again, if you find yourself totally distracted, you've had a bad focus day, or you're, you're going on to a live stream or you're presenting somewhere, you're presenting to, to a high profile client, you're going to go through that breath exercise. You're going to do that once. So inhale for four, hold for seven, release for, you know, eight to 10 seconds. Then look around the room and don't say the thing, but say the colors that they are. Pick five things. So green, black, brown, red, gray. Take another breath. Do that again. Feet flat on the floor. Wiggle your toes. Take another breath. What's in your head? It should be nothing. <laughs> it, it, it's kind of miraculous how it works. It should be, you should have no, no thoughts, certainly no um, bouncing distractions in your head, right? This, again, it's super simple, but it's, you know, who, who goes around their room and, and looks at colors, colors of things, and who sits there and wiggles their toes? It's, it's, a, it's a good kind of distraction. We'll call it that, yeah. The good kind of distraction, but, the, but it's called the grounding technique. Um, especially helpful if you're, if you're going onto a stage live or virtual and you feel the butterflies are just bouncing around in your, in your stomach and you're starting to sweat a little bit, do that grounding technique. It's kind of, kind of interesting how it kind of resets everything. Um, it resets by resetting your, your mind, it helps reset your body. And now we're going to talk about the other way around expanding your physical presence so that you can become present. The first and the biggest one, and this is especially a problem for us because we are most often sitting in front of 3D modeling or CAD software is your posture. Are you taking time periodically throughout the day to assess your posture? I'm, I'm working on it. <laughs> I'm terrible, but I'm working on it. Um, that I have to you know, get your shoulders back and, and sit up a little bit straighter, especially if you're going on camera like I'm recording now. It's you deliver your, your information and, and you convey the mood so much differently when you're, you're sitting up straight and your shoulders are back and your, your head is held high, you know, not, not full on Superman, although we're going to get to that. I've got, I'm bringing Superman into the mix here. Um, but take time throughout the day to, to evaluate your posture. And if, is there you know, something in the chair or some sort of support that you need, um, or at the end of the day, Maybe it's just your, your back is exhausted. That was the case in the last uh, chair I had. I tried out one of those stools that, with the, that didn't have a, a set bottom, thinking it would strengthen my back. Well, actually, after long drafting or video editing sessions, my back was exhausted. So that, 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 that didn't work. And I found it was hunching more. But taking time to, to assess your physical presence is going to help in, in how, you, how you deliver, how you speak with clients. And, and helping your, your mental focus. So related to that, especially when you're, when you're meeting with clients, if you're, I don't know if you're meeting with them face-to-face -face or it's just over Zoom, looking at your body language, you know, shoulders back. And there's, another, there's a study that was done, I believe it was in the 1960s, um, I call it the 738-55 rule, where when you're delivering a, any kind of message, and this 
this goes especially true for the marketing messages as we're, we're trying to you know, get new leads, get new clients. Only 7% of, you know, of the information that's conveyed is, is the verbal. The words, the actual words that we say only account for 7% of the impression that a potential client could have, would have. 38% is your tone and your inflection and, and how you deliver that. Uh, again, it's, it's really just to do it with the tone of your voice. But if I'm a little quieter and I'm delivering the material just the same, but would you really listen to a podcast if, if I talk like this? No, of course not. <laughs> you, you wouldn't subscribe in the first place. You, you wouldn't be able to make it through a minute. That's 38%. The 55% is body language. Now, that can't, I understand that can't be conveyed over the phone, but actually how you sit when you're on a phone call, it's, it makes a difference in how you deliver and what your tone is and what your inflection is. Going to something like Zoom video or definitely in person, it makes all the difference. Are you, are you hunched over the table? Are you sitting there? Not a camera here, but are, are your arms folded? That's that's a big one. If you're standing back with your arms folded or you're leaning back, you you, you don't look like you're engaged with a client or, or with a consultant. It doesn't matter what you say at that point because more than half of of the message is lost. And honestly, you could say you could really say that 93% of it is nonverbal. The words the words that we say, the words that we put into our marketing messages or our emails, only accounts for seven percent. So the 93%, especially when you dig into emails, there, there's, such a, there's such a greater chance of, of your true meaning being missed because they're just relying on the words. So let's, let's take a break here, pun intended, stretching and movement. How often are you moving throughout your day to, keep, to, to get the blood flowing, <laughs> to, to get your endorphins up a little bit? I'm not saying you have to go you know, run a mile three times a day, but... Are you taking time to, to stretch, let's say when you wake up or right before you go to bed? Um, are you moving your body or are you, are you stuck in a chair for eight to 10 hours? And I understand that deadlines are deadlines and workloads are workloads, but are you, are you moving physically so that your body kind of resets and therefore your mind resets so you can come back in with focus? Getting outside in fresh air is probably the best thing. I try to do that. I've, I think that's probably the best thing about, one of the best things about owning a dog is that he gets me outside. Um, even when it's freezing as it is now, but are you, are you moving your body and how is that, how is that affecting your mood if you're not? And I said, I was going to talk about Superman. This is the last thing, the two minute Superman. I think they did a, uh, I, I can't remember the study that was done, but standing in that Superman pose. And if you remember the old comics, you know, he's, he's up on a, a rock or something and his, his fists are, are on his hips, akimbo, as they say chest out, chin up. And they found that when people stood in that pose for two minutes, two minutes, it reduced their cortisol levels, which is the, the stress hormone. Um, am I saying to walk into a client meeting and, and strike the Superman pose? No, that's, I mean, unless that's your, your shtick and, and they won't get too weirded out by it. I think it'd be a little strange. Um, but do that in, just try it, try it tomorrow morning. See how you feel. Um, but taking that, that stance of, of power, of confidence, it actually translates into your, to your mental state. I thought that was interesting. And that pose was actually made famous by um, Dr. Amy Cuddy. She, she released a book called Presence um, about five or six years ago. Um, 
but a great quote from her, our bodies change our minds, our minds change our behavior, our behavior changes our outcomes. So she has done a lot of studies on, on physical presence, on your physicality, how you carry yourself. Um, and there are so many techniques, as we've discussed a few today, where in changing how you, how you move your body, how you hold your body, it actually affects your, your mental presence it, and your tone and your inflection and how you deliver your service to your clients. So I hope those were interesting and helpful for you all thinking about getting and staying present in these often hectic times, whether it's to do with the pandemic or the political situation or the economy. Um, most of most of my stress from, from this morning before recording here uh, was clients lamenting about lumber prices. They're not going anywhere, guys. So <laughs> um, it's been it's been an interesting few weeks as people are realizing that cost of cost of construction is not going to come back down even post pandemic. I don't think it's just too it's just too busy. But so we need to stay present and focused on our clients to help them uh, meet these challenges and and you know, create great, great designs in the world. If you would head over to Apple podcast and leave a review if you haven't done so love to get your feedback there. And until next week, make it a great week because our success is inevitable. Take care. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you stay up to date with future episodes. Connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn at Jake Krakowski. And for show notes and much more, visit profitexturebydesign.com slash podcast.